0: Hi there, if you don't know me, my name's Simon and uh, we have two readings today. The first reading comes from Joshua chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out on the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house because they have come to spy on the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me, but I didn't know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone, the gate was shut. And our second reading today comes from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 29 to 31. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea and on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell, and after the army had marched round them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient.
1: Hi, it's great to be here with you this morning, whether you're here in person, it's so lovely to see so many lovely faces, and if you're online, hi there too. I'm Sonia, I'm on the team here at St Saviour's, and I have the privilege of heading up the youth work, it's the best place to be, Um, so both here at church and in secondary schools too, Um, and today I'm starting our new series on um, women of faith, and today we're looking at Rahab, so let's just pray before I begin. Father God, I just want to pray that you would just be here with us this morning. Thank you that you're here already, and I just pray that you would give us open ears and open hearts to hear what you have to say to each one of us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, I'm so excited to be starting this series on women of faith. There are so many women in the Bible who have done such amazing things, and it's wonderful to be able to share the story of Rahab with you. Uh, So a bit of background to start with, Uh, Moses had led the Israelites out of Egypt and at the start of the book of Joshua in the Old Testament, we hear that Moses has died and Joshua becomes the new leader. The Israelites had been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years and were about to enter the land that God had promised them. But first they had to conquer different cities in order to get that land. God told Joshua numerous times to be strong and courageous. Joshua had big shoes to fill following Moses' leadership. And in Joshua 1, verse 9, it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I love this verse, it's one of my favourites. It shows how much God loved Joshua, how God was with him wherever he went and whatever he was doing. And that's the same for us. God's with us whatever we're doing and wherever we are. Don't be afraid, God says. Don't worry, I'm here with you. I can help you wherever you are. So here we have Joshua, the new leader. God has told him that he is with him and helping him to lead the Israelites. Now, the Israelites had been wandering in the wilderness for so long. Other people were in the land that should be theirs. God was going to help the Israelites conquer these cities and the city they were starting with was Jericho. At the start of Joshua chapter two, we see Joshua deciding to send some spies to check out this city, a town with high city walls and would be very hard to overthrow. It was a very fortified city, the walls were very high, and from outside, inside the city, from the enclosed walls, you could see from a distance what was going on outside, which gave them much protection. Joshua was wise to send in spies to check everything out and see what what the people of Jericho thought and to see what was going on. Enter Rahab. She lives in Jericho, and in verse 15 of Joshua 2, we hear that her house was built into the town wall. This was the perfect place for the spies to come to. The house may have been used like a hotel where people came and went a lot as it is on the outskirts of town and the spies could quickly slip into Rahab's house unnoticed. Rahab hadn't made the best decisions in life and due to her life choices wasn't the most popular person. She would have been rejected by some if not most of society and looked down on by people. Rahab had heard of what God had been doing through people talking in the city, and they must have been amazing stories. But the people of Jericho were very fearful and wondered what what was going to happen to them. But instead of turning to God, they went the other way. Rahab, however, instead of going along with the crowd in the town of Jericho, she trusted in the God that she had heard about. She let the spies into her house, even though she knew this would be very dangerous for her. She trusted in God and that he would help her and keep her safe. (coughs) She protected the spies when the guards came looking and risked her life in doing so. She even sent the guards the wrong way hunting for the spies. Rahab hid the spies under some flax on her roof so they weren't seen when the guards came looking. In Joshua 2, 10 to 13, Rahab speaks to the spies and says this, We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them and that you will save us from death. Rahab helped the spies and as her house was on the city wall, she was able to let the spies out through the window, down a rope and they were able to quickly escape. That's in Joshua 2.15. Rahab had heard about God. She wanted to help and went against all the people of Jericho, she did what she thought was right, even though she could have got into a lot of trouble because of it. She trusted God and knew that he would protect her. The spies told Rahab that God would be with her and keep her and her family safe if she didn't betray them. They instructed her to put a red rope at the window, which is what Rahab did, and this would guarantee their safety. I wonder what I would have done if I was Rahab. Would I have been brave enough to hide the spies? Would I have helped Kettler. And would I have kept them hidden and helped them escape? I hope I would have. I wonder how we would feel if we had to make a difficult decision like that. Imagine you are faced with that very dilemma. God has called you to do one thing but it comes with consequences. You're frightened, what do you do? Do you go ahead with bravery and courage, even if it will have consequences, or do you leave it? Just think for a moment. If Rahab hadn't made the wrong choices in her life, she wouldn't be living in a house on the outskirts of town. She wouldn't have had visitors turning up day and night. If she hadn't been in that position, she wouldn't have been able to help the spies like she did. She would have lived somewhere else which may have not been as accessible. Sometimes when we make mistakes, God can actually turn it into something good. He sees our heart. Jesus often looked out for those people who society rejected. He made a point of getting to know them and he looked at their hearts. He looked at their faith, not what society thought of them. In John 14, 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Have you made wrong choices in your life? I know I have. Do you think that God won't be able to use you because of something in your past? Actually, if you trust God, he can use you mightily. God can use your past situation and mend you and help you to mend others. God has good plans for us. In Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. In the book of Matthew, in the first chapter, Matthew is giving a record of Jesus' ancestors. And we read this in chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. Salmon, the father of Boaz whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Rahab is actually in the family bloodline of Jesus. She is one of Jesus' ancestors. How awesome is that? A woman with a past that wasn't perfect, but a faith that saved her life in order to be in the bloodline of Christ. God can do mighty things through anyone. It doesn't matter what you or I have done, how we have behaved, God can use us in mighty ways. God can forgive us if we let him. God can use our circumstances for his good. God used Rahab's bad life decisions into a positive which saved her life. Her faith in a God who she had heard about potentially only in limited ways spoke to her so much that she was willing to risk her life for this new faith. Because of the information the spies received, they were able to give this to Joshua and he was then able to capture the city with God's help. The people marched around the city walls for six days and on the seventh they marched around the city for seven times and when the ram's horn sounded, the people shouted and the walls fell. In Joshua 6:23, it says, So the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brother and sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. Rahab was saved just as the spies had promised. God had saved her because of her faithfulness and her bravery to trust in God who was powerful and who keeps his promises. In the reading earlier in Hebrews 11, we hear that Rahab was listed in the chapter which in the NIV translation is entitled, Faith in Action, and in the NLT is entitled, Great Examples of Faith. At the start of that chapter in verses 1 to 3, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen is not made out of what is visible. In this chapter, we see people named for their faith. It talks about people such as Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, and then Rahab. Verse 31 says, It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God, for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Rahab's faith meant that she was saved. She was someone with a past, someone not everybody wanted to know, an outcast. But God chose her to do a very brave act. We all can be used by God to make a difference. It may be by sharing your faith, sharing a smile, a listening ear, a conversation. We can use what gifts we have and what God has given us to help others and give God the glory if we let him. We need to understand that whatever life is thrown at us, we can be set free from guilt and pain and know that we can be forgiven. I have a book that was kindly given to me by the youth and team when we went to Soul Survivor a couple of years ago, called Find Rest, by Shanti Felton, and it's a daily um, reading book. And in it, there's one of um, the readings that says um, is entitled Shine Where You Are, and I think it's appropriate to read um, this today as we close and reflect. Back in the fifth century, a girl named Bridget went to visit a clan chief on his deathbed. He was incoherent and wildly inconsolable. Bridget probably felt a bit helpless to do much for him, so she settled at his bedside simply to be there with him. As she sat, Bridget gathered up a few of the rushes that covered the dirt floor in the room and began weaving a cross. The man watched her, and soon he quietened down enough to start asking questions about what she was doing. He asked what the cross of Christ signified, It is said that Bridget was able to explain the love of Jesus to the man and he was baptised on his deathbed. Shanti goes on to say, the cross wasn't fancy and neither is this story. It involves a woman revealing Christ in this simple act of being where God called her and using the resources around her. She literally used what was under her feet to bring Jesus into the room. Rahab used what she had. A house on the city walls to hide the spies, and flax on the roof to hide them from the guards. She had courage and bravery, and with a little faith, she used what she had for God's glory. Let's pause for a moment as the band comes up. What do you have? How can God use you in mighty ways? Do you need to have courage to step out in ways you haven't done before? Maybe there are things in your past that are weighing you down and you think that God can't use me because of what I've done. God can use you. God sent Jesus' his only son to die for you and for me so we can be forgiven people. The slate is washed clean. As we reflect, let's the word of this next song Wash over us. Let's surrender ourselves to God. Give him what we have, whatever that may be. And let God use you in mighty ways. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen.